0: We are back in Miami, April 2023. And as with all great things, evolution is a natural process. We realized here at Meet Unshackled that I am Captain Kirk, and George is- George Tunches. Oh, uh, he's Spock. He's Spock. He's the chief science officer, you know? And I'm, and I'm the crazy guy just just jumps out there and does things. <laughs> so anyway, he's a fact checker. So back with your hosts, Dimitri and George, here at Mita Unshackled. And we, you know, Benzinga's a buzzing, it's buzzing all day, right, guys? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. And, and we were, I'm thrilled to introduce to the audience a couple of individuals that we have the pleasure of getting to know live because I haven't met you guys before. I see everybody wants to talk to you and you're having all these meetings and stuff. So, Eric, I said, hey, we need these guys on the show. So, I get to meet Michael and Austin uh, live in front of the studio audience, talk about what you guys do and see how it relates to uh, the rest of the cannabis ecosphere. So, who wants to go first? We start with Michael? Michel. Michel. Okay. Well, uh, okay. Fact checking French. Fa- 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 he he fact checked me. So, what? what I'm going to put an A there. Michel. Yeah, Michel. Michel Thomas. Thomas. That's okay. You guys won the World Cup. We never did. So, <laughs> you know, that's a thing. No, did we ever win the World Cup? No, we haven't won the World Cup. Okay. Michel. Michel, Michel Thomas? Yes. Okay. It doesn't have a French accent. Well, Michel Thomas. Michel Thomas. Michel Thomas. Okay, see, <laughs> I can screw everything up. <laughs> You're, you are the, the CEO of Echo Channel, but how did you get into cannabis? Where'd you come from, and how did you end up here today?
1: Well, very uh, great question. This is an industry that we are not very familiar with, and so it was the having this event here in uh, South Florida, Benzinga, we felt it would be a very very good opportunity to understand more about the industry. To learn about it, to connect with individuals that are involved in this, mm-hmm. and of course, uh, see how it can relate to what we do as a business. And so far, I would say the experience and the, the relationships, the connectivity, have been tremendous. And so,
0: this is your first cannabis conference, correct? But you've got to hang step with step me, man. I've been like two hundred last ten years. You know, this is you got to go spanabis. Yeah, that that would, that would be that would be a shocker. Uh, so, what do you what 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 you guys came here. You didn't know what to expect. What are you seeing? Well, I
1: see. First of all, I see a lot of enthusiasm about this industry. Uh, I see this incredible uh, emerge. I'm, I'm not even say it's emerging because it's not emerging, but it's an incredibly uh, uh, incredible industry. Uh, we are in the s- s- media space. In the, the media space, space? Uh, but as a we call it the eco channel, which is what the name stands for. We focus on businesses. Uh, individual that uh, are in the green and blue economy.
0: The green and blue economy. That's right. Okay. So
1: everything that we focus on is uh, eco-friendly, sustainable initiatives, and that's what we report on. That's what we uh, that we, that's what we promote.
0: Have you met Chris Day? Not yet. Oh man, <laughs> we we got introduced him to Chris Day. Okay, we'll get to that later. Yes. But so, Eco Channel was founded when?
1: The Eco Channel was founded uh, three years ago. We're going to celebrate the three-year anniversary of the Eco Channel on April uh, 21st, Earth Day. Uh, we wanted to start this business on Earth Day to make sure that it uh, comes—you know—it's a, it's a good aura for for Eco Channel. So we'll be celebrating three years of the business uh, in about ten days now.
0: Okay, and, and where do people watch or see the Eco Channel online? And where?
1: Primarily, uh, before we started the Eco Channel, we also were a broadcast TV company on, on cable on cable television. But for the past three years, since the company, the Eco Channel, has been born, we are primarily on streaming platform. So you can find us on Roku, you can find us on uh, 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 Amazon, and of course, all the other uh, social media platforms
0: that, that exist. So there's a lot of shows, different shows on the Eco Channel, or is it... How's that work well there is probably right now we have close to
1: 200 hours of content which is quite a bit uh, and we focus on uh, documentaries primarily interviewing businesses just like you guys are doing you can uh, put
0: you can put media unshackled on your eco channel and if, it, if you make any money you can have it <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Oh, no, wait, we can't, we can't give it away. <laughs> but the, 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 the whole
1: idea really is promoting uh, businesses that are either already green so, or are uh, in that process of trying to be more eco friendly, more sustainable, and showcasing what they are doing towards, of course, making our planet. Healthier and safer.
0: I, I, we at Mito, we are like Kermit the Frog. We are as green as they come, as they come. That's awesome that you guys focus on this. Well, who came up with the idea of the Eco Channel?
1: Well, uh, this was interesting because we before, like I said, before the Eco Channel, we used to do interviews for at major shows like this one, uh, speaking to executive owners, CEOs of major companies, and always asking the question of. What are you doing in your business practices to pollute less, for example? Okay. Or to lower your carbon footprint,
0: Austin. Be prepared for that question.
1: And often, Absolutely. that question was was the, the reply to that question was either a blank stare at that time.
0: Yeah. Or,
1: let me get back to you.
0: Yeah. No, Austin's <laughs> gonna slam that one. He's got time to prepare. So
1: the <laughs> as as we kept putting those some of those executives their feet on the fire, uh, it became evident to us that we had a business that we need to pursue and not only make it an occasional, asking those questions occasionally, but focus 100% on those topics, because by doing so, we are able to move the needle a little bit better to in the right direction.
0: I, I love it. This is really good stuff. And we're gonna continue talking about the subject and what you guys do. I just want to get Austin introduced and into the conversation. Uh, Austin Pickering, yes, is that right? right. Awesome. And you're with A-M-C-O-R? Amcor. Amcor. Yep. So what, what is Amcor and who are you and where did you come from and how long have you been in the cannabis industry?
2: Yeah, so it have been in the cannabis industry for about two years now. So we're the largest uh, packaging manufacturer in the entire world. So we're about $15 billion across. Uh, and so we have a headquarters over in Switzerland as yes. well as in the U.S. Well, you could ask him if he's Chicago. green. You
0: can, so, you can, yeah. yep. Packaging company. Yeah, packaging You don't have to company. answer that yet. He's yep. got a question for you in a second.
2: Absolutely. Sorry, but you're the largest packaging company Yep. So we recognized that there was a gap in the cannabis space for packaging as a whole. And so we we entered the market about two years ago and recognized that there was a a need for sustainable packaging alternatives. Oh, look at that. So uh, specifically the uh, the glass containers. um, Everybody loves to have their glass containers. They can see through in the packaging uh, and the weed and whatnot. So we came into the market and said, hey, you know what? Uh, We want to provide a solution that is uh, recycle ready. Our company was one of the first, or we were the first manufacturer to have a, a sustainability pledge to have all products recyclable or reusable nice. by 2025.
0: Yes. Michelle, this is this um, is
2: not a setup. This is like, it, th- yeah, this we is, didn't this plan is, this. this. This is not planned, okay. but uh, but yeah. So I mean, we're already 70 percent of the way there with all of our products. We're primarily in the space for you know pouches, sachets, uh, other products you, you use on a common basis. So I'm sure you guys are familiar with brands like Chick Fil A, Capri Sun, stuff like that. So we work with a lot of, of top top name brands. And, and our whole goal is to basically reduce the overall uh, packaging footprint. Uh, even though we're a plastics company, I know plastics has a really bad rep, but right. uh, I asked uh, Michelle earlier the question. I said, would you rather uh, have a package that is reduced by 10% for your overall uh, size, or would you rather have the package extended by a shelf life of one day? So I'll ask you the same, the same What did question. Michelle say? He uh, he hasn't answered yet, so I he can answer. Yeah. So, yeah, well, I wanted this I wanted to save it. So I what what's your answer?
1: Oh my my answer
0: Sorry. Oh what's your, oh, what's what's your answer? answer yeah. You gonna answer. Yeah. Well, whatever's better for the nature. Uh, that's that's a good answer. Oh can you ask a question again just so I give them my numbers yeah, right? So,
2: so it's um would you rather have your package reduced by ten percent or increase the shelf life by one day? So for instance I'll use the example of like chicken. So if you go to the store and you buy a package of chicken, would you rather have it? reduce the overall packaging by ten percent or increase the shelf life of that product by one extra day in your refrigerator.
0: I'm I'm there's a right answer to this. There is right? a right answer. Okay, right. so let's go ahead and guess. Are you ten percent or one day? Well that's now it depends on the product. If you have a chicken chicken then chicken is better. But if you have a weed, so it's not gonna stay well, one let's, day let's extra do, people buying yeah. the just, same thing if it's a good one. If it stays the second day, why do we care? So nature is better. So one day you're saying one day, right? Ten percent or one day? Oh, you're so you're saying reduce the packaging by ten percent. Correct. Okay, thing. reduce the, the, pack- the packaging. Are you with yeah. reduce the packaging or and cookies life?
1: Well, well, I'm into I'm into actually uh, extending the shelf life.
0: Okay, I'm gonna go with extending shelf life too. Extending the shelf life is correct because ultimately uh, your you're overall scientist, bro. Come on, yeah. What's going on?
2: <laughs> you got the
0: PhD in physics.
2: <laughs> so your overall ecological footprint is drastically reduced by yes. increasing the shelf life by one day. So the thing that people don't think about is for packaging, uh, they always think plastic, they wanna go smaller and they right. wanna reduce consumption. The problem is we live in a world now where plastic is very common, it's not gonna go away, so it's gonna continue to get used, but we wanna make the product better. So, you know, we recognize for like weed, for instance, you wanna have a package that has like oxygen barrier, moisture, so we talk, about, here? talk about some packaging, you know, uh, I use the chicken as an example. You know, if we were able to extend the shelf life of weed, um, you know your overall carbon footprint for the consumption of water usage and whatnot is drastically reduced so for instance I have an example here uh, so the uh, we did it we have an asset analysis report on any of our products so we can do a comparison uh, I'll cheat with the numbers oh, real yeah, quick. No, no, go ahead. but so a, a calyx like 1/8 ounce PP container uh, that's a four by six by two uh, versus the uh, one of these pouches and whatnot you get a 94 percent reduction in overall uh, non-renewable energy use. You have a 92% reduction in your overall carbon footprint, and you have an 88% reduction in overall water consumption just to create that product. So people talk about how glass is recyclable. It's a great product to have. It is by all means, but your consumption of that product and then giving it to the recycling company to break that back down and reproduce is a much larger footprint than using a piece of plastic like this.
0: Did, so. did, you guys didn't know each other before this show? We did not. No. What do you... What? What do you think of this guy? This is, well, it's actually. I mean, this is like exactly what you know. Well, we just bumped
2: into each other, and he mentioned sustainability, and I, I we just happened to start talking about sustainability. I in, love in the space. I love Benzinga
0: so for that. Just,
2: that's networking at Benzinga is you know you meet great great people like yourselves, yeah. and it's a really good, good so, conference. So I'd
0: like to hear Michelle's perspective on what they're doing and how they're operating their company and stuff.
1: Well, I I love it. Of course, I love the fact that now this this. Uh, sustainability uh discussion and eco-friendly is no longer something that is an add-on it's becoming uh, an integral part of every single business
2: yes absolutely
1: and because it's no uh, it's not a fad it's something that we have to do but also i'm very uh conscious that uh this is incremental so it, we are not going to be able to solve those issues within a week or two, or you know, it's just something that's going to take at least a decade, or probably a couple of decades, because mm. our our way of life and what made us rich as uh, the Western world has been uh, almost exclusively uh, comes from petroleum products. Essentially, I mean, every chair, every <laughs> whatever you can think, even the hospital, the tubes. I mean, everything that we touch nowadays has some type of plastic derivatives so in order for us to to uh, move forward we cannot eliminate it drastically overnight it's just impossible but it is possible to actually reduce it reduce our consumption and find alternatives to some of those products in the best way we can yeah absolutely through technology of course and through uh, education and that's what we do at the eco channel so we promote those businesses those individuals of course that are willing to take
0: that first steps okay no oh, that, that that actually sounds fantastic and what kind of reception and my, my feeling for the last 10 years of the cannabis industry mm-hmm. it's very pro environment eco-friendly sustainable yeah you know the consumer and the patient tends to be more in line even if they're not educated and you know really sure. active active in that space the preference is towards that yeah, period absolutely. and and are you guys finding the same reception in your packaging and stuff
2: we are so there was a statistic that was thrown out earlier from one of the speakers that I think it was uh i think it was like eighty percent of consumers would would you know not mind paying a little more for a package that costs a little more uh for the sustainability aspect and the piece for it but the reality is that uh, this actually is cheaper as an alternative solution than what's currently out on the market. So it's a win-win not only for the company to, to save money and grow profit margin, but also for the consumer as a whole on the back end. I know that plastic gets a bad rep, but uh, ultimately your overall environmental, uh, ecological footprint, carbon footprint is a lot lower using one of these packages versus a, uh, a glass container or a plastic container
0: in that consumption. And so Amcor was a packaging company prior to cannabis. That's correct. Yeah, and how how big? I had I I knew nothing about packaging. Yeah. Prior, prior to entering to the cannabis space, absolutely. I never paid attention to it. So, I never cared. Yeah. But now I've met so many people and so many different. Mm-hmm. My breadth of knowledge and experience in the cannabis space is incredible now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've learned a little bit more about packaging. But what was Amcor prior to cannabis?
2: So uh, we were we have thirty five plants in the U S. Um, and so we're the largest packaging plastic supplier in the entire world. Uh, we produce common products, like I have a packet on me right now, so this is a, a product that we, we do right here. So if you guys consume anything that's in a sachet, uh, one of the formats that I was talking with uh, somebody else here earlier that does an oil, uh, I said, hey, why can't we do cannabis oil in a sachet like that for a single drink serving? Because one of the things is with like cans, for instance, right, with cannabis, is that you have to hold on to that product and in these dispensaries, it takes up all this space in the back room. So you could have 5,000 of these in two cases, right? On-site in a dispensary, or you have 5,000 cans in the back for storage that you have to hold onto. And now they're wasting that space that could be utilized for something else and help that business grow, be more profitable, and you know, uh, utilize it for something different.
0: What about the impact it has upon the quality of the cannabis? I mean, do you guys take that into account and how is that
2: Absolutely, yeah, understood? Yeah, so- it's great. We have a we have a facility uh, in Nina, Wisconsin. That's a three hundred million dollar research and development facility. Uh, it's and we have all these uh, these environmental chambers that do specific like testing. So if you were to be living in, like a temperate environment uh, or like a cold environment, wherever you're storing your packaging to see if it it affects the integrity of the product itself. So we do a shelf life testing of the product to see if it has any. Oxygen barriers or moisture barrier issues. If there's any uh, potential problems with that, so it just depends on the flour or if it's like chocolate gummies, we do all all the testing.
0: And what kind of uh, like you guys penetration do you have into the market? now? Did you go to MJ BizCon last year?
2: Uh, some of my colleagues did. So Dan, Dan right over there, he was at MJ BizCon last year. Um, so yeah, we do have a presence in MJ BizCon. This is my second time at Benzinga. We're looking to to bring in the full team to be a keynote speaker next time. So we're really getting involved in the space overall. What we're trying to do is create a standardized packaging format for the entire industry because a lot of people are using small key players and these small packaging companies. But if we can create a sizing for the entire industry that says, Hey, a four by six is a standard for an eighth, or hey, a uh, four by ten is a standard for an ounce, something like along those lines. Then we can tell the industry as a whole, like, "Hey, this is what's available, and then it can all be sourced from one, uh, one location
0: That's so. really good prices." So, what makes packaging better? If uh, you have few vendors, cool. sorry, okay. you have few vendors on the um, show. How is select better packaging?
2: How is Amcor packaging better? Yeah, versus which which format? Napkin, just pick one. That's easy. Uh, so yeah, the calyx were like container that I was referring to. It has the same properties as being able to hold oxygen barrier and moisture. So overall, it's going to have the same integrity in a pouch versus in a container itself. Uh, the, also, the advantages of having a pouch like this. I have a, a package over here from this you company. Even
0: more packages.
2: I do. Yes. Yeah, so this is one I.
0: He's I, like that guy with the watches <laughs> in New York. Just pull it up if you need a watch. I got one in right, my jacket. Yeah. Got packages lined up, here.
2: Um, but so that's that's interesting pouch. That's that's a format that we that we could do right now. It's not one of our current products, but I like the packaging. I love the matte feel on it. So, and this is right across the booth from us right now. Uh, it's called Band. Shout out to they ben. do they do gummies right there. So, uh, but this is a format that we can do, and uh, you know, it's one of those things where the, the benefits of, of moving to a pouch versus one of those containers. They're also uh, we're CR certified. We we go from a federal standpoint versus a lot of these other companies get loopholes through the state legality, we do a hard stance from our team across the board from a, a federal guideline on what is CR childproof certified. Mm-hmm. So we actually uh, we get it tested third-party. It takes about eight weeks, and they do full testing with children, grandparents and whatnot uh, to see if they can get into these containers. child stuff. Yeah. Child-proof stuff. Make sure it is fully child-proof because, you know, you don't want your kids. Some of this packaging starts to look like candy, and if you know, a kid picked this up and they were to look at it, you know, they want to make sure it's secure. And so a lot of the consumers say, hey, you know, well, I'm going to keep it in a Calyx container because I know that that's a more secure package. But they, they test this and they make sure that it is 100% proof, safety certified. We also have our own testing facility that we can bring people in with a two-way panel mirror. We line up a bunch of cameras and we do our own testing internally too. do the well, same you thing.
0: Guys are, are you guys, here come the big dogs, George. Yeah, These so like, I mean,
2: to be honest, if I, mean, I, you know, I guess a little bit, it's like, a, you know, we, we would I guess it's like Coca-Cola kind of coming in and saying, hey, like we want to we want to step into the drink space for cannabis in a way. Right. But it's like we're saying, hey, packaging is here and we want to help the, the community and be green about it. And, you know, I, I know that plastic, like I mentioned, gets a bad rep, but the overall uh, the footprint is just is much less than what what people think.
0: So what's going to happen to all these small cannabis related packaging companies with a good book of business? Are they going to go out of business? Are you guys going to buy them out? No, so
2: we're actually uh, we're, we're looking at uh, pieces of business like right now, like machine partners um, to make it more uh, sustainable and friendly versus like creating a pouch. Because this the process to create a pouch is a lot harder versus creating roll stock film. Uh, so we're trying to utilize partners, uh, partner with machine companies, come to growers and, uh, and, and you know, other spaces like truly and stuff and say, hey, like. We want to get you in contact and network people we know in the industry, because we do all different formats, like I was saying earlier, like, you know, Gogur, Capri Sun, Lunchable, stuff like that, Chick-fil-A, McDonald's, um, Pepsi, all that kind of stuff. So it's like, we have such a broad range of products that we do now in the consumer space, but now we're in Canvas.
1: Wow. Thought about biodegradable packages and how that impacts the whole...
2: Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so biodegradable, uh, it's, you know, the, problem, the only problem with the U.S. that we see right now is the the structure of being able to recycle versus Europe. So our network in, you know, in the U.S. to be able to recycle isn't as up-to-date as it is in Europe for uh, our recycle capabilities. So we're creating the structures now to be recycle-ready for when the facilities in the U.S. are built out to break that material down.
0: Michelle, this guy <laughs> says all the right things. Yes,
1: yes, yes, because I'm here.
0: Okay. <laughs> I like that. See, we're keeping an eye on you. Right, right. No, wow, that's good that we brought you on the show. I told Michelle. him you
2: know, from a sustainability standpoint, you know, and, and you mentioned education was important. Uh, you know, and, and with your business, it's it's really key to to teach the consumer and the you know the the, the companies that are out there, you know, uh, about the sustainable products and whatnot, and what the actual facts are about you know, Absolutely. what you purchase. So. Absolutely.
0: How about how many uh, clients in the cannabis space you have right now? Like, do you think?
2: Uh, we currently have three right now in the cannabis space. Uh, as mentioned, we just came into the cannabis space a couple of years ago, and we're really just starting to starting to pick up. I'd say this year specifically, we have a a drive to to grow and have a you know a bigger, broad base in the market by the end of the year.
0: Yeah, you, you let me know. I can introduce you a lot of people. I mean, absolutely. You guys... Yeah,
2: that's all. That's what benzing is all about: networking, connecting, meeting people.
0: Yeah, you know, our, our database at META is thousands of individuals yeah. in the cannabis space. Absolutely. Our emails go out to 35,000 individuals. We have an open rate of between 10 and well, the highest that we have is 49%. But 10, 15, 15, yeah. 15,000 people open each email. We you know, are all cannabis industry professionals. We've networked throughout the, almost every single conference and stuff. Mm. So we like helping promote businesses, promote ideas, promote individuals that people should get to know. Absolutely. So, uh, wow, Austin, I'm, I'm blown away by the, the quality of your company and your mission, your goals, yeah, and your you. approach. And I, I look forward to your success. Can you guys also – I know there's a big made-in-the-USA made thing, and I love – I'm a USA, 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 if you if you don't love it when you say it three times, get the fuck out kind of guy, I am that guy. But packaging can be made anywhere in the world.
2: That's true. So how do you domestically sourced and produced, uh, blow-to-order – For your clients so basically if someone comes in they say we want fifty thousand pouches we have we source the raw material we have our own facilities in the us um as mentioned 35 plants all across uh we source the pellets and the resin it goes into like a turbine it melts down at like different temperatures you can have seven different layers come in it'll shoot up into a, a nice little bubble it'll go about five stories high splits at the top gets spun into spools on some um some rolls and then from there, that's just part of the manufacturing process. But all produced in the U.S. We have 15 plants uh, specifically in Wisconsin, and then spread from coast to coast as well.
0: I and mean, my guess is, it's more sustainable to produce in the United States than it is environmentally friendly and stuff than it is like China or yeah, absolutely. Because the uh,
2: the regulations in the U.S. are very strict compared to overseas. It's very loose. So
0: you probably know a lot about that subject. Uh, I yeah, think. I mean, I'd well, be
2: interested to ask you, Michelle. Have you gone overseas to see a lot of packaging in in other areas?
0: No, I have not.
2: Okay, no, I have
1: not.
0: What yeah, kind of companies uh, do you guys deal with mostly on the uh, the eco channel? What what, what do well, you...
1: Well, we actually don't deal with companies. We deal with industries. Industries. So we actually work with probably most industries that are, uh, you know, from finance, energy, transportation, food, fashion. Uh, that's basically... We work with various, you know, industries and... Uh, the so we don't sell product of course like, right like uh, you know like uh, richard does but we work with various industries of course that are committing or trying to commit to be more green to yeah. be more sustainable uh and we partner of course with lots of organizations that whose mission is going in the same direction Excellent. so that's really the the uh, our goal and of course Part of the goal is, is companies like Richard, uh, if they decide to do work to work with us or promote or advertise with us, our job is also to keep them accountable, yeah, <laughs> and make sure that it's the true. promise they make in two thousand twenty three uh, will be kept into in two thousand and thirty three.
2: Yeah, absolutely. so it's, it's
1: part of uh, it's part of staying on course with with the mission and the purpose, and that's really what we try to do with all the various businesses that we that we come across or we promote.
0: Excellent, well, you know, how do people get in touch with you guys? Uh, What's the best way? LinkedIn, Instagram, website, email? Yep,
2: Uh, amcor.com. We have an area on there you can fill out some information if you wanna request, uh, you know, more pouching information like this, these products right here. Um, And then also, uh, my name's Austin Pickering, but you can find me on LinkedIn at Richard Pickering. Um, And just connect, shoot me a note, and uh, happy to, you know, give any information or insight or network in general, just to answer any questions anybody may have, so.
1: Yeah, for Sam with with us with we a website, which is the the eco channel theecochannel dot We're on LinkedIn, the eco channel, dot, dot LinkedIn, uh, the eco channel uh, YouTube, the eco channel, Instagram, the eco channel. <laughs> it's all the eco channel everywhere. Uh, and we're also actually celebrating the, the our three year anniversary in about ten days Excellent. on April twenty first, which is a yearly gathering of CEOs, business executives, C suite executives who actually come. To connect, network, uh, talk about, of course, their latest innovation, their yep. latest project in that uh, in that eco configuration.
0: And who do you want from the cannabis industry, and what you've seen so far to reach out to you? Um. Primarily,
1: uh, again, uh, we don't have a specific client, but we have we are really targeting businesses that are committing or ready to commit to becoming much more sustainable even right. though they may not be sustainable yet fully or but if they have that uh, that inclination to be more sustainable uh this is definitely the type of business we want to connect with right uh, we also uh, support a lot of esg practices uh and what's the what since we started we actually have seen a remarkable phenomenon in that space which is we're not quite there yet, but we will probably in about three or four years at a, at a point where you will have companies that, and they're actually working very hard now, actually able to produce product of all sorts, whether I'm talking about jet fuel for, 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 for planes or, autom- or cars or your suit, whatever your clothing, sure. that are, are able to actually manufacture those kind of items at a cost that is if not similar to your, what you are paying now, right, or even at some points some points cheaper, and those products are sustainable, uh, biodegradable, and when that happens, you will have of course an extraordinary change, because why would you pay the same price or cheaper for something that is? Uh, that is toxic. You know, Absolutely. when you can get the same exact suit, at right. the same price or cheaper. Absolutely. And when that happens, of course, you'll have an incredible change, uh, a worldwide change, I would say, in regards to uh, how consumer buy
0: product. Well, Michelle, I'm never going to. Michelle Toma. Mm-hmm. I got it right. So oh, That's okay. I was reading for Argentina. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I wanted to make sure I got that right. Come on. Oh, that was a joke. Uh, anyways, uh, although. although, uh,
2: we were happy Messi finally got Mbappe, now. is
0: Mbappe, that his Mbappe, name? Mbappe, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Amazing Mbappe. player.
0: Whew. I mean.
2: What a great game, though, right? Yeah.
0: Incredible. Mbappe, just, he is, he I think he's better than Messi. Uh, honestly, I do. Honestly. I'd yeah. have to
2: throw up a, a vote counter on that one. I'm, I'm <laughs> no, no,
0: honestly, I was rooting for Argentina all day long because yeah. Messi's put his time in, but Mbappe, oh. my God. I mean, great just player. unbelievable. Anyway, so sorry, I just bring it up because you're French, and I haven't talked yeah, to a French guy since we up. I mean,
1: I mean no, we had we had we interviewed the Rinaldino not too long ago. Oh, you did? Yeah. No. Good. Again, because he's actually became an investor in a breakfast product, acai yeah. product berry acai, oh, yeah, yeah. which is organic sustainable product. And again, you have so when you mentioned to me a specific industry, we are involved in many. Uh, but those are the companies that come to us and we work with, our companies, of course, that are in that movement of right. being sustainable, or organic, vegan, and so forth.
0: Well, so- we're just getting to know each other. And my specialty is connecting people and helping them work together. So I'm going to Google you, research you, understand a little bit more about the Eco Channel, figure out how we can work together. Certainly. You're an easy, I'll just send you business. Perfect. <laughs> That's an okay. easy one. Everybody needs packaging. <laughs> so <laughs> we absolutely. can do something more complex strategically. And, uh, George, uh, any final thoughts for the gentleman here? At this point, I value everything that is helping our nature uh, to be more eco-friendly and to be kind of serving our needs, packaging, and uh, into especially this new green space. So absolutely uh, amazing podcast. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. Thanks for having yeah. having me on. And, Excellent. Know, it's yep. all you know, pleasure in meeting you. Yeah. That's nice for well, you guys.
0: It was the right. To, it was the it's right. No, it's the right. you know. Yeah. And and we will be back with another episode of Meet Unshackled. More people from Benzinka.